Hi, this is Jim Sheriff, and welcome to Contrary Evidence. This week, we're going to look at the debate about vaccine mandates. At the core of this discussion is the issue of individual rights versus community rights. Now, the good news is that the evidence supporting vaccinations is indisputable. The vaccine is safe and effective. The CDC requires that healthcare providers report all deaths of people who are vaccinated regardless of their cause of death. Between December 14, 2020 and June 28, 2021, of the roughly 150 million people that were fully vaccinated, a total of 5,718 deaths were reported from all causes shortly after vaccination. This count includes both deaths as a result of the vaccine and other causes of death like car accidents, heart attacks, and cancer. So far, the only causal fatality link is tied to the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, and the number of those deaths is less than 40. Keep in mind that during a normal year, we would expect deaths of a population of 150 million to exceed 100,000. Of the two most common negative reactions to the vaccine, we have seen less than 700 people that suffered from anaphylactic shock and less than 800 people that suffered from myocarditis. Most of those affected fully recovered from their reactions. Putting those numbers in context, we have seen COVID deaths among the unvaccinated people just in the month of June of over 10,000. The risk-reward of getting vaccinated is unassailable. The effectiveness of the vaccines is also well-proven. In real-world studies, vaccinated people are roughly 90% less likely to acquire the virus and almost 99% less likely to die from it. In highly vaccinated Israel, Delta variant-related COVID cases are rising, though the infection rate is only about 4% of what it was at the peak of the pandemic. The fatality rate has dropped and has remained close to zero even as cases have risen slightly. The vaccine works. There are legitimate reasons for some people not to get the vaccine. The younger you are, the worse the risk-to-reward ratio. Some people with compromised immune systems need to avoid getting vaccinated. Now, some refuse to get vaccinated because they have been previously infected and they have some level of natural immunity. Is natural immunity as good as a vaccination? After reading six papers on the topic, I came to the conclusion that we just don't know yet. The consensus is pretty strong that natural immunity produced from prior infection is effective against past COVID variants. In a UK study, the effectiveness of natural immunity against the Delta variant was highly dependent on the strain of the original infection. For some variants, natural immunity was as effective as a vaccination. For others, natural immunity was not effective. One interesting fact from the study was that previously infected people that also got vaccinated produced quantities of antibodies 25 to 100 times more than people that either had the vaccine alone or had a past infection without a vaccination. With that fact in mind, most, though not all, medical professionals strongly suggest that previously infected people get vaccinated. With the overwhelming evidence that the vaccine is safe and effective, what are the pros and cons of mandating the vaccine? 
When do we decide that the benefits to society are sufficient to infringe on individual liberties? Individual freedom is not absolute. We cannot choose to legally stop paying our taxes. We cannot park our car on the lawn of a city park. If we have a highly contagious disease, we can be compelled to stay isolated. The health and economic benefits of vaccinating 80% plus of our population are compelling. The infringement on individual rights seems minimal now that we have sufficient data and real-world experience. If the risks associated with the individual decisions affected only that individual, the government should not establish mandates. As an example, I believe that state laws that mandate motorcycle helmets are wrong. If someone wants to take the extra risk of riding a motorcycle without a helmet, they should have that right. It hurts no one else. The government should be able to educate and promote helmets, but it should not require them. Why shouldn't vaccination be an individual choice? I would argue that if we were not faced with the risk of future mutations, everyone should have the right to decide. If we had a vaccine that we knew would be 100% effective against future variants, we should let individuals decide whether to get the shot. However, with COVID, we do have to deal with mutations and the associated risks. The higher the infection rate, the more opportunities the virus has to mutate. The more mutations, the greater the chance that the virus will defeat today's vaccines. It is a numbers game. A personal decision not to get vaccinated can increase the risks to everyone. There are always options using carrots and sticks to motivate people to do the right thing. Lotteries and giveaways for getting a vaccine can be part of the plan. A federal mandate is probably not possible in today's political climate. However, business can play a major role in creating carrots and sticks for its employees and customers. But businesses must be allowed to make business decisions on whether to require vaccinations from its constituents. If an airline wants to cater to only vaccinated passengers and serve them with fully vaccinated crews, it should have that right. States like Texas and Florida that claim to be business-friendly and that have taken the decision regarding mandatory vaccines out of the hands of business are both hypocritical to their free market leanings and destructive to the health of their citizens. To have a viable choice, businesses need vaccine passports to have a practical way to enforce mandates. The U.S. government must either create a vaccine passport program or enable and certify businesses that create them. Realistically, the second option would be much quicker. The establishment of vaccine passports would enable businesses to have a workable option to require vaccinations. This would create a free market approach of carrots and sticks to get more people vaccinated. To undo the damage of some of the state restrictions on mandatory vaccinations, we would likely need a federal law specifically giving businesses the right to require vaccines. There would need to be some accommodation for people that have legitimate health reasons for not getting vaccinated, but that should not be too complicated to implement. If we unleash businesses to drive demand for vaccinations through hiring practices and giving them the ability to restrict service to only the vaccinated, 
we are much less likely to be going into any sort of devastating lockdown in the future. And that is something everyone wants to avoid. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends and families about this series. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the newest episodes. Have a good week and talk to you soon.